Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Monday, my talkers. This is Brian filling in for Grant again for the Lori and Julia show. Coming up this hour, we got stories we can't get enough of the Olympics. All of us are dead, the TV show, and some Queen Elizabeth news. We do. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, no problem. Anyone have a weekend claim to fame from this last first weekend of February? You know, I did a cool thing. Um... I was with the Tommy Mommy group. Um, a, a son of one of our um, moms was died in a car accident several years back. I think it was four 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 years ago. And so mm-hmm. there was a memorial hockey tournament outside oh, fun. on Saturday. It was cold as crap, but it was really fun. And all the kids were there. You know, the baseball players and some of the parents. And it was really was it on a pond somewhere? It was on. It was at a park in oh. West St. Paul yeah. for Sam um, Godfordson, and it was really it was fun. Oh. Fun to see everybody be out. Be outside? Yeah. It was a good time. How about you, Grant? Or Grant. 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 I know Grant. I'm right Grant at you. Yeah. Brian. You're nothing like him, except you're kind of gingery. Yeah, I'm a little gingery, yeah, I guess. You're gingery. 116th ginger, I guess. Yeah, so. 116th. I love it. Anything uh, exciting this weekend? I um, just hung out with my cousins. I saw his new house in Hugo that he just moved into not nice. too long ago. And uh, I was working here, so on the weekend. Does he so. by oh. chance have miniature ponies and llamas? No, oh, he right. did, his I backyard. Thinking, I love yeah. it. I always think anyone who lives in Hugo <laughs> has some kind of. Or, or is on. related to KDK9. That's right. Exactly. So those are Hugo connections. I also played some good pickleball and tennis, Larry. It was a busy weekend. Oh, nice. How about you? Um, you You're know, on lockdown still. Yeah, I had my last <laughs> weekend of COVID lockdown with my husband. He was just like, we're just, we're just going to wait one more week to go out. And I'm just like, why? Yeah. We're triple vaccinated. Yep. But he was just like, uh, you know... What can I say? It's a good he, excuse not to see people too. I, I, I don't. I don't want. I want to see. I people. know you I do. Maybe he dancing. doesn't. I'm just like, yeah. He loves to have me all to himself. I think so. I'm telling you. But um, so yes, uh, I did. I did the dreaded thing that I will do. Cleaned your closet. I did some. <laughs> some thinning. This is like when there's nothing else to do. Clean out the junk door. Clean the closets. Do the garage. Yeah. Yeah. Just I have a. Yeah. And so I felt very productive doing that. Fi- finally finished Ozark. And I did get to see your mom yesterday. Yeah. And because I was just like, I hadn't seen her for a couple weeks and. You know, with my aunt Karen dying last week, like all I'm having this realization that all my favorite people are in their high seventies, mid eighties, early eighties to mid eighties. Mm-hmm. Your mom is the oldest, yes, one that I know. And I was just like, all my people are getting older, you know. And so I was like, and it, whenever I go see your mom, I always bring her flowers. I think of that ta- Tanya Tucker song, Delta um, Dawn. No, bring me, bring me my flowers. Now it was the hit. Came out the album like two years ago. Maybe you can find it, Brian. Um, Bring my flowers now, and it's a whole song about. Don't wait till I'm gone. That's right. Enjoy me, me celebrating that my mom loves fresh flowers too. There's not a better person to bring them to. And she usually has them, but I knew that she hadn't been out and about with the cold, cold weather last week. So, 
Anyway, she's good entertainment too. Oh, She'll make you smile. Oh yeah, we were we were laughing, and her back was kind of hurting. So, yeah. um So, did I, you have a conversation in her bed in the bedroom? No, no. We had <laughs> we had um, a conversation out in the other room because she put her that jiggly back thing on. Oh, whatever that is, yeah. that power puncher. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, right? Yeah, I'm like, put it on the other way, like right. sit on it, and she's like, right. what? <laughs> You know, but anyway, yeah, so, um, yeah, I really, nothing, you know, nothing. I got some TV watching. I cleaned I, up I my was DVR so busy. a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I played a new game on Friday night called Carble. Carble? Carble, and you play it on a, a board that's kind of like a Chinese checkers board, and it's a combination of, like, Chinese checkers, the game Sorry, but with cards. Oh, fun. It was so fun. You play with partners. It was a great... I. I'm all for a good game. Is that a game. game you get by James by games? Um, or games Pookie by had games? it. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I think she had to buy the board somewhere. I mean, you do need a board. You need a board. You need the board. But it was it was super fun. There's good strategy and met new people. Whenever I go to my mom's, we always have a story tournament. I, sorry is fun. Oh, it that's is. fun. Yeah, it is. It's, a silly... it's an old game that is fun to play. And this one combined like some strategy with yeah, it, and okay. you play with partners. Are you and... saying there's not strategy? No, sorry, that's luck of the die. <laughs> sorry is luck of Did the die. Did you find our Tanya Tucker song? Yeah, you want to hear? Uh, it? Yes, let's, let's listen to it. Oh, I don't even remember this song, Lori. Because Randy we... Carlisle produced this okay. album. Okay, yeah, yeah, her. yeah. This was like maybe Grammy winner a couple years ago, and was this got... after we sort of saw her at the state fair? Yes, yes, it was. Yeah, it was after her. And then the other one, speaking of just bringing flowers, I saw this on Twitter yesterday. You know, people were so sad about Betty White. Yeah. You know, rightfully so. But you guys, we still have Carol Burnett and Bob Newhart. And I want people to follow Carol Burnett on Twitter. I think she should have more followers. Okay, let's do it. Let's go. Okay, she only has 31,000 followers. That seems so wrong. Legend Burnett, and just 21 minutes ago, she tweeted, The road to romance can be a bumpy one. The Carol Burnett Show knows all about that this Valentine's Day. Join us for a marathon of our messiest and mushiest love is in the air. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, but I was just like, that is a scandal. It is a scandal. Carol Burnett only has 31,000 followers on Twitter, and she does, you know, uh, tweet here and there, and she's... I mean, we we need to be appreciating uh, her, and then I think Bob Newhart, uh, he's got he's got two hundred and seventeen thousand followers, but the Carol Burnett one is scandalous. To I me. agree with you. Did, yeah, did she just join? Or? No, no, she's, she's been, been around. around. She, you know, I mm-hmm. think the thing with like Betty White is she kept reinventing herself in newer series. Yeah, so right. people. So if you didn't grow up on Carol Burnett, right. you know, she really owns a time slot yeah, in Americana yeah, yeah. history versus Betty White, who was did something different in all these decades. I wonder why Carol Burnett didn't go on and keep doing TVs. You know what I mean? Because she's know. so brilliantly funny. I know. I love watching her. Um, she and Cher share um uh, skits that they did on each other's show. Well, that's funny. Oh, nice. they, that's cute. Yes, they were, they were popular on each same other's time. Yeah. shows quite, in the 70s. quite a bit. And um, so anyway, so I just was like, let's let's get some followers. I'm glad for, you brought that up. For Carol Burnett and give her some love. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Well, it's 
It's time for a little Olympic reports. The Olympics that nobody is watching except in recaps, and NBC is struggling to figure out how to even talk about it. They yeah. didn't send anybody there. I mean, Mike Tirico is there, and he's coming people. back this week, though. Yeah, yeah, it's just, and and I mean, they're even rock blocking. Um, what's her name? Leslie Jones, who has been live tweeting the Olympics for the last several Olympics and she's hysterical and she's a fan. And here's what she tweeted today. I'm starting to feel like this should be my last Olympics. I live tweet. I know, I know another celebrity biatching, but I'm tired of fighting the folks who don't want me to do it. They block my videos and they get folks who think they can do it like me. And I'm tired of fighting them. I love the athletes and they love me doing it. And I know y'all love it, but now it's just gotten too hard. No one is fighting for or with me. So, I guess I'll leave it for the professionals. And but thank you for all the love. Um, and it's it's NBC who's blocking her. So, oh, isn't that something? Yeah. That's so weird. Well, this is a weird because it's Chinese. all right. So, well, all I know is I listened to the Shop Girls and Allison was on with um, Grant. Congratulations, Grant, on your engagement. Allison was on. She's like. The most excited Olympic person. So she's talked about sitting at home, watching the Olympics, loving watching the opening ceremony. Yeah. When he's talking about all the different outfits. Oh, the fashion. The, different, the fashions mm-hmm. that they wore in the opening ceremony and how horrible it was. You might want to check out the Italian fashions. Oh, these ponchos were just ridiculous. They were by Armani. I know, but and they they're horrible. horrible. And so, but it was so fun listening to her enthusiasm about it. And, and I, I caught some of it this weekend. Yeah, so did I. I like the ice skating, but Leslie Jones is a great. She's funny. She's so funny, and she's like really. She doesn't get paid. Right. She does it. And she's a free influencer for them. Yeah, whatever. I mean. Doesn't NBC know that the reason that some people are watching the Olympics is because Leslie Jones is drawing attention to yeah. sports and things that they because she delights in everything. She really she watched is. it with her dad, and she'd be a fun one to follow right now too. Yeah, yeah, we we follow her, but I just am like NBC is just really pussyfooting around the whole Olympics and everything that's going on. Here's the headline uh, in USA Today. Life in the Olympic gulag. Athletes are crying like crazy crazy in hellish quarantine with miserable food where hope is dead as dozens miss out on their events after testing positive and being carted off to isolation hotels. You know, if if I was an athlete, I would I would say this wouldn't be the year I would want to peak. I really wouldn't. But there is good stuff. I mean, I watch some of the snowboarding. Yeah, I yeah. watch the figure skating. I know, you know, um, tonight... It's going to be figure skating, curling, some skiing. The women's hockey team yeah. is playing China today yeah, yeah, or tonight, yeah. so that'll be on. Mm-hmm. It's just a different way of watching it because a lot of it is on the app. I mean, NBC on Saturday had the most people uh, watch through their app ever, the NBC right. Olympics yeah. app. So it's just changing. Yeah, I just, I don't know. What have you liked? I don't know. I don't know if they're worried. Uh, I don't know what NBC is worried about, uh, but they certainly should not be stopping Leslie Jones from sharing videos that she takes. She does it like we do we at do award the TV shows. and then post it. Yeah. yeah, and just post it from watching the TV. And there's, they're not letting her put those up. So anyway, the one thing I do love watching is the skating. And I made you watch the... Um, uh, the dance uh, the pairs, the dance pairs, the mm-hmm. ice dance, free skate. And it was uh, Madison Chuck and Evan Bates. And they danced to an EDM Daft Punk. And 
I mean, it was incredible, incredible routine. And they upset the Russians and took the gold. They, yesterday. they did. Yeah. Madison, okay. Chuck, and Bates. Right, nice. So they did nice. not think, you know, they were like, the Russians are like, everyone's like all about that. And then our U.S. figure skater, the men's skater, Vincent Zhao, he had to withdraw from the individual event because he tested positive for COVID, even though he's been in, I mean. These people have been in isolation. It just doesn't, it just looks horrible. Yeah, he did a five-minute uh, video, and Vincent said he tested po- positive as part of a routine COVID screening and then got additional testing and he said i've lost count of the number of times i cried today at least once was i found out i became an olympic silver medalist but mm-hmm. trying to the do team effort the team one, yeah. effort and then um you know johnny Weir and tara lipinski are doing the ice skating yes. um coverage Commentary. they're so good okay no such thing as overpacking because they always kind of have vibrant matching outfits i yeah. would say and to make sure they're dressed for their best, Lipinski told E that they packed 17 suitcases between the two of them. Are they there? Yes. Oh, they are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. Of, okay. And in 2018, they brought 21 suitcases when that. they were in Seoul. Oh, I wow. love that. Yeah. So they're, they're uh, you know, anyway, just they're they're funny. I like I like listening to them, and they don't over talk during the ice skating stuff. Okay, yeah, you know they just give a, and I guess a a Russian skater, a fifteen year old girl, was the first one to do. I saw that. Not one, but two quads, quad spins mm-hmm. in the air. Quad, yep, really, which wow. have only been done by, by men, men before. Yeah, so that was kind of exciting. She's really good. And then the Olympic figure skater who gave up her U.S. citizenship to compete for China has been falling. And people, people are wondering if she's she's doing on purpose. Oh, but no, people were just she had the lowest score and um, um, people on Weibo, which is like Chinese Twitter. OK, were it was they weren't having it. This is a disgrace. See, this is the downside of, you know, skating for China, a dictatorship country. They're they're gonna yeah, be mean. It was, it was something. They're gonna be mean, and uh, so anyway, yeah. People, she was born in L.A. But all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. She renounced her U.S. citizenship, uh, which I can't imagine why she would have done that. That's pretty wild. It her is. mom is Chinese. But it doesn't matter. She was I know. born and raised I in L.A. Yeah. I mean, well, speaking of citizenship, I've got a travel tip for everybody. Oh, please. Give it to us. 
Are we done with the Olympics? No, we're already? not done with the Olympics, but <laughs> just as is speaking of travel. Um, so when you travel out of the United States, for sure to Mexico, I don't know about other countries, okay. but your passport, let's say um, your passport has to be valid six months from your return date back into the country. So, like Casey, we went in November, yeah. and his passport expired in like the middle of March. wasn't enough. It wasn't right. six months. So, so, so he in July Had like we looked some... at it, and right. a friend of mine who's going to Mexico in a few days, she didn't realize her passport expired because she hasn't traveled for two years. It really is something to look so at. So just look at your expiration date. I know from the time my dad left his passport on a plane, it is possible to replace your passport in about 48 Remember hours. Remember that? For about $400 yep. or something like that, because he didn't have the passport. Right. If you at least have your expired one. And take a photocopy of your passport always. in case you lose it. Always. always. And sign it. Because I had an, I used a brand new passport. I haven't traveled since I got this thing international yeah. a couple of years ago. And it was my first time using it when I went to Oh, yeah. You Cancun. signed it as soon as you get it. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, right. So the people at Delta on the way out just said, you need to sign, sign that, that, lady. Yeah. And then, um, but I also think that um, this is a really good reminder for people to look at it. Because so many people haven't traveled, you know, for we, so long. We've kind of forgotten. Yeah. And they're, so you just look at what, what it is. Mexico, I know it's six months. I don't know what Europe or some of the Caribbean yeah. is. But you can easily find out at the, you know, State Department website. But, yeah, and and uh, look and make sure it hasn't expired because maybe you're going on a trip next month or something. Right. Chop, chop. Thank you for thank yeah. you for that tip. Travel. Yeah. Travel Lorena. Travel Lorena. That the is, traveling Lina. That is me. The travel ballerina. Okay. Um... <laughs> Uh, uh, after creating a genuine global sensation with Squid Game, Korea has done it again, you guys, with oh. the number one trending Netflix show. Wow. We'll talk about it. All right, we'll be back. Well, hopefully we're getting to a heat wave this week, which is what uh, 35 would feel like after the last week, right? Yeah, tomorrow's going to be 41. Woo! That will feel like a heat wave. Um, okay, so uh, two... For the first time, two non-English language series have topped Netflix daily U.S. viewership. And there's a new zombie 12-part series, Korean show, called All of Us Are Dead. Yes. Which follows in Squid Game's bloody footsteps to reach number one. And um, if if you're a zombie fan, this show is not to be missed, Okay. And um, okay, but give me some more because I don't care well, about zombies. Well, then you might not like this show because it is a zombie show. It takes place in a high school, right? And there's this science teacher. His son is getting bullied, and he creates something. And this all happens. You find out in the first episode. He's trying to make his son be fight back, be meaner, be tougher, and he does this experiment on him. And he ends up infecting him and he becomes like a zombie. And when he realizes it in the first episode, he tries to, you know, he doesn't know what to do with his son. He puts him in a suitcase and the son breaks out of the suitcase. No, <laughs> his parents do. As, uh, yeah. And <laughs> runs around and basically bites, starts biting people in the high school. The first episode drags just a tiny little bit in setting this up. But it is... 
it is definitely a show about, um, you know, so it's high school uh, people. By the second episode, it is Zombieville, USA. The kids even at one point, oh, my, this is like Train to Busan, which, is, of course, is like the best zombie Your movie favorite, of all right, time. Right, right. Do you know that one? Right? No, you told me to watch it. Yeah, on it's Friday. so good. Yeah. But it's about bullying. It's about the dynamics in high school. It was filmed. um in April of 2020, so it had, um, um, you know, it's got some similarities to, like, how what people believe about what is real and not. Right. There's just one character who's, I'm going into Hoisan, the city where this happens, to see, to hunt zombies and see if this is real. Did you love not. it? Well, there we've only watched, like, six episodes out of 12. Oh, but wow, it it's is, a bigger one. Okay. It is, it is epic it is gory it is fantastic i love all the kids in the show the high school kids one of the gals we know from squid game you wouldn't recognize her because she's uh plays two such very different characters but um it was it's just a it's just a great if you want to see what all the fuss is about and you do like horror zombies gore and you also like uh you know, there's a real sweetness in the movie about like how people stick up for each other, how people are misunderstood. It's saying a lot more than just the zombie thing. Right, because that but just it's all throws wrapped, me off. It's but- all wrapped in this zombie um, everything. And so South Korea becomes the first country to have two multiple non-English language series top uh, Netflix. It's unbelievable. That's, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. And you can watch it in Korean with subtitles, but Casey and I are lazy and we watch it in English. And then it's you don't get quite the same effect, you know, because um, you can watch it in English. Sure, with, sure, sure, sure. With or subtitles. you can listen to it in the language, you know, the the real language that they're speaking and then just see the subtitles. But I'm too, we're too lazy. Oh, so it is dubbed over in English? Like you, you have your choice. Oh, yeah, okay, like Squid okay. Game, like Squid Game was. And I can't imagine that all of us are dead. Maybe, I don't know how it ends, so I don't know if there will be a second season. But Casey, you I know, saw it trending. He was skeptical after the first one. He goes, oh, "I don't know about this." I said, "We have to give it two. Let's let's find our groove with these." You know, so for me, high school and zombie. I love high school shows. She does. I don't know why, but I love <laughs> the does. settings of high schools for TV series. And then to add zombies in by the second, he was like, "Oh my!" You really? know, he couldn't believe it. Right. Yeah, very because compelling. Okay. I might, I saw that trending. You I, could maybe watch it with one of your boys. Yeah, they might I, like it. I, I saw it trending. Mm-hmm. I ended up, because um, they want to come over so much and watch TV with mom. It's <laughs> yeah, really a mid-20 right. thing. Right, I'm sure. I remember when I was in my mid-20s, I couldn't wait to yeah. go spend time with Well, they come over I'm sometimes teasing, and you do watch. I'm, to- you, I'm you totally kidding, Lori. I watched a show last night on Paramount Plus called The Game, and it's... It's a continuation of a CW network and later BET show of the same name. It's a modern day um, examination of black culture through the prism of pro football. It is so good. Oh, I better write that down. The game on Paramount Plus. I loved it. You did? Yeah. Who stars in it? Tim Daly and Wendy Raquel Robinson and Hosea Chanchez. Um, It's good. Okay. Um, That sounds good. Yeah, I think you'd like like it. It feels like it's in your wheelhouse. Yeah. And what isn't in my wheelhouse? I watched the Playboy, the A and E, the Secrets of the Playboy. How was that? Oh my, my goodness! They, they, the stuff that went on there. 
under the guise of wholesome American fun is shocking. Do you shocking. feel like, but is it, is Casey watching that? No, he's not watching right. it. It's, he's, he's not as interested. He's like, we did our tour. We went to the Playboy Mansion. I don't need to see all this <laughs> stuff, but I'm finding it very interesting. Um, just, yeah, all the, all the shenanigans that went along with you it. You can't even call it criminal behavior is well, what a right. lot of stuff that was happening. Wow. A lot of stuff. And, and it was known. And it was known. It was yeah. like but a known secret. No right. one talked about it, probably because so many of the women were getting drugged. Jeez. And they wouldn't remember what happened. It's very scandalous. Yeah, I very bet. Very scandalous. I bet. Yeah, I did watch one episode. You did? Uh, it did was you? about like the Playboy clubs that they had. Yes. Wasn't and, that uh, interesting? That was actually really interesting. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because at one time, I mean, there were like 34 Playboy clubs around the world. They were a big deal. The Playboy logo was at one point the number one brand. Yeah, more brand. recognizable than McDonald's Coca-Cola. and Coca-Cola. Yeah, it was the number one brand. Yeah. I That's mean, crazy. Yeah. It was a big darn deal. Yeah. And then we finished Ozark. And um, which, was it satisfying the end? Well, it's the, the season split. Oh, this, that's right. It's the first half of the fourth season. They split it like they did with Breaking Bad and Sons of Anarchy. So we rewatched uh, season three, which I'm glad we did because, you know, we, season three came out two years ago. It's hard to remember all the, the little idiosyncrasies. And on that show, there's so many plot twists, so much devious behind the scenes, backstabbing, deal making and everything. And it, it it's Ruth's show now. Uh-huh. Julia Garner plays her. She's yeah. Ruth Langmore. And she um, was in the clubhouse last night with Whitney from Salt Lake City. I refuse Real to call her Whitney Rose. No. Yeah. So she, she has was, a different last name. Yeah. So she was in the clubhouse with Andy. And she's a, like, you know, many people, just a, a Bravo super fan of Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. And a caller asked Julia Garner. Because she's Ruth Langmore in Ozark. She's going to be in Shonda Rhimes' Finding Anna, which starts this Friday, about this New York woman who conned all these rich people out of right. like a ton of money. A woman asked Julia Garner, is it true you're going to play Madonna in the Madonna oh, biopic? And Andy geez. pipes in and he goes, well, Madonna follows you on Insta. Yeah. You can hardly get her to follow anybody. And the way she squirmed in her seat... It's true. It's true. She's going to be Madonna. It's totally true. Oh, I hope the script is good. I do too, Lori. Mm-hmm. I do too. You know, um, for those of us who like happy shows and yeah. sweet shows, Sweet Magnolias came back, and it has the gal from Drop Dead Diva, which was one of the cutest shows I thought possible. That was really good. It yeah, came is back. that the second season? Yeah, for but them? it hadn't been on for like two years. Too. So you of, could watch the first season again. Exactly. Just to get it all set up again. Exactly. How about your Firefly Lane? Did that get renewed? It did get renewed, it but it isn't back yet. Okay. It isn't back yet. But, you know, for the cheesy people who like cheesy yeah. shows like me. Yeah. And then I started watching Downton Abbey all over again. Mm. That's know? like my mom's favorite show. Yeah. And I just, because the Gilded Age, you know, the third episode comes out today on HBO Max, which you haven't watched yet. It's so good. I have it on the DVR. You'd love it. Yeah. I, I think you like it. I but just... it's not a thing probably for Casey. He, he did watch Downton Abbey, though, with me. Oh. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It might not feels... be. It might be too female centric. This gilded yeah. age for uh, it might be. My husband is kind of you know that <laughs> way about stuff. But John Mayer, you know, was one of the people that 
spoke at Andy Andy Cohen. Now I thought the Hollywood Walk of Fame okay, wasn't for reality for any reality TV, and Andy Cohen gets a Hollywood Walk of the Fame. The only thought I thought I couldn't. I thought the same thing, Lori, because remember the Kardashians were not allowed to get cars. We we need to find out. How did Andy get it? I have no idea. You know, I mean, I know somebody you, you he's pay He's a creator. Your own, he's yeah. a publisher now. Maybe he found some different Maybe some other loopholes. angles. But John Mayer, um, one of the things he said was... He was there with him. Yes. Yeah. He said, he's my friend, my dear friend. And, and there are times in life when you just need a dear friend you can count on. And Lisa Rinna and Garcelle Buffet was there. For example, when Homeland Security shows up to the beauty lab parking lot... And your friend's life is in shambles. Will you be a Heather Gay or a Lisa Barlow? I love it that he said that. He and said this that. is all and everyone's, of Salt Lake City. Well, stuff. he Heather Gay Heather Gay just supported Jen Shaw unconditionally. Yep. And Lisa Barlow um consulted with six lawyers by her own admission before she could decide whether or not she could continue to film her. on camera yeah. with Jen. So that is funny. That show last night bugged me so bad, though. They scream. Oh, oh God, it was an epic episode. The uh, I finale, fast forward. The finale is uh, next week, yeah. Julia, and then and then we'll get a reunion. And it's going to be the end of Mary Cosby. We won't be seeing her on uh, Salt Lake City anymore. But she was not. Ha- she's not having fun. She's what? not enjoying her time. No, and she doesn't like anybody on the show. No, she doesn't. And she tells them, That's which right. is kind of different and refreshing in a way. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break and when we come back there is a major announcement over the weekend we'll get to it hey everybody thanks for hanging out with us on this sex monday um february 7th uh yesterday queen winding up for the valentine's day Uh um queen elizabeth yesterday was 70 years to the day that uh she um became the queen of england and she had a surprise Announcement. I'm putting surprise announcement in quotations, but uh, I think we've got this is uh, James uh, Longren from GMA giving us a live report from Buckingham Palace this morning. 70 years on the throne for Queen Elizabeth. What an achievement. And she's marked the occasion by looking to the future. She said that when her son Charles becomes king, his wife Camilla will be known as Queen. After all the drama of the Diana years, this is quite a moment. In more than a thousand years of kings and queens, no other has ever reached this milestone. Queen Elizabeth, now the longest reigning British monarch at 70 years on the throne. She's seen a lot. When she became queen in 1952, Mount Everest had still not been summited. Hawaii and Alaska weren't yet US states. But on this jubilee, the queen is making more history, saying that Camilla should be styled as queen when her son Charles becomes king. In a statement, she said, I am fortunate to have had the steadfast and loving support of my family. I was blessed that in Prince Philip I had a partner willing to carry out the role of consort and unselfishly make the sacrifices that go with it. She wants everything to be clear and she wants everything to be organised for when the moment comes. This is something of a formality. In UK law, the wife of a king is always a queen consort. But after all the drama of the Diana years, many wondered just how Camilla would fit into the firm. She's now technically the Princess of Wales, but she doesn't use that title out of respect for Diana and goes by the Duchess of Cornwall instead. Elizabeth's intervention now puts an end to any doubt about her future title alongside Charles. 
A statement from the couple saying he and the Duchess of Cornwall are touched and honoured by Her Majesty's words. A royal source has told ABC News Prince William, the Duke of Cambridge, is also happy with the Queen's decision. It's taken 17 years to get to this point. When Charles married Camilla in 2005, the palace had said she'd be known as Princess Consort, alongside a future King Charles. She was his unpopular mistress, who the public felt had destroyed a royal marriage. But over time, Camilla's star has risen. She's known for her dry wit. She's taken a particular interest in charities that support the elderly, victims of domestic violence and literacy. And importantly, she's been an important, steadfast companion to the man who will one day be king. So here's what I think is happening, yeah. okay? So, yes, out of respect, she will not be, you know, have Lady Diana's, Princess Diana's title. That, that we've totally known for that. that. But I also think the Queen is setting this up because next year, I think she is going to turn over the reins to her son. And she doesn't want him to have any flack. Listen, he wrote that statement, well, okay? Well, of course he did. She's doing this for him 100%. Basically, the side check. Gets to be queen. That's the message in all of this. Okay, the side chick, the mistress oh, gets crying. to be queen. I'm just saying that is the reality of it. And that's why Queen Elizabeth is saying this. But you know, it's Charles that probably... Of course, but she wants to do this so he doesn't, so it just goes over. Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that is like, you know, what... God, you never forgive, never forget. Oh, my God. Julia... <laughs> He carried on. Did you not watch The Crown I season did, four? That was 1993. I know, but I'm just, I'm just saying that yeah, I'm just Hollywood speaking, the royal speak. The side chick gets to be queen. There you go. So so side chicks everywhere can rejoice in the idea that they too could be, you know, something like this. But I mean, Queen Elizabeth, her 70 years, when you think she got there because her uncle Edward abdicated the throne because he was in love with Wallace Simpson, an American actress and divorcee. Any of that sound familiar? And then the crown passed on to her father and and Edward was banished, you know, mm-hmm. left England. Yep, yep, and, yep, yep, yep. and she finds out, as we see in the crown, that her father passed away when they're at Treetops, which is a um, resort in Kenya. And, Did this surprise you at all? Uh, it kind of... It kind of did surprise me because, you know, first of all, the queen has been in charge since 1952, which is a long time to be in charge of anything. She's done. Okay. I think she's exhausted. You know, I mean, like he said, the longest reigning monarch, no one will ever break that. Right. And all of that. And so whether or not it's, it's her wish, I think... I think it's Charles' sincere wish. 100%, that she be... but she's doing it for him. Yeah, yeah, she definitely is. Because she wants the transition to be smooth. Mm-hmm. She's got so much trouble with this other son of hers. She That's just wants right. to get that out there. She wants people to get used to it. Well, get because ready. Because it is going to happen. Get ready for a lot of distraction from Kensington Palace and Buckingham Palace because uh, Prince Andrew will be deposed on March 10th. Right. In England somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that poor guy couldn't keep a story straight if you had it in cue cards written out and, you know... One, in front of him. In front of him. Mm-hmm. He cannot keep a story. He had such a disastrous um, interview when he tried to explain his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell with BB Right. With that the was BBC. Stupid. It was just so bad. And so we're going to see, I think, a lot of kind of um, distracting. A lot of stories are going to come out because they don't want people, you know, getting out their popcorn 
on March 11th or whenever this might come out. But um, uh, it's going to be in. And, you know, he's going up against a very seasoned U.S. attorney who knows what he's doing. This or, uh, I can't I, believe he just can't figure out how to do something behind closed doors and settle it or do something. I mean, I think world. Virginia Jeffrey is not wanting to settle. Yeah. And I do think... I think that Buckingham Palace should be afraid of how well Andrew will hold up under questioning. I would be worried about that. Oh, yeah. He's the stories that are coming out from former uh, people, people that have worked there. Spoiled brat and baby and the gardeners. He's terrible. He's not a nice guy. No, he's which is very much a, um, he used his bully um, crown quite liberally. To take advantage of, don't you know who I am? Mm-hmm. Think of like, you know, somebody that does that. Just imagine sure. the royal. Oh, jeez! Don't, don't you know who I am? Kind of a thing. Forever. So, anyway, so yes, uh, the um, you know, uh, I like that they kept up appearances, and Charles and Camilla said that they were touched by the Queen's words, and I thought, well, Charles, you wrote them. I know your people. You know, whatever. He's crazy about her. That it much so is crazy totally about her. True. And I've seen the queen and her giggle too. So yeah. I don't, I think people love her. She cut a cake yesterday. No, she very much is. People are not looking forward to the to Charles. No, I understand that. Yeah. But they, so she's just laying it down like, please accept this reason. Do you remember what the code word is for when Queen Elizabeth will not come with? Oh, I can't remember what it is. We're going on a picnic. No, no. I'm kidding. no. <laughs> what is it? London Bridge. London Bridge. That's right. Mm. That will be the code. The plan. And I can't, I can't remember what Prince Philip. I can't. I mean, Charles is going to be like a king for. Well, I don't know. Maybe he'll live as long as his mom. How old is he now? He's, He's like seventy four or seventy three, right? something like that. And well, that family 95. seems to live a long yes. time, so he might be around yeah, forever. Yeah, mom was a hundred and one, and she dad. was so cute cutting the cake. And she says, "We're doing this upside down for the camera." I get it, and she like made it through the frosting. That's but it. it looked like a fondant <laughs> frosting, if I'm saying it right, which is really hard to get through. Yes. So she could do the knife a little bit. Okay, you do the rest. Yeah. That's all the further I can get it. She's so. Oh, lovely. She looked a little frail to me, though. She's lost some weight since her husband has passed. Yeah. I I noticed that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. 95. I just would love to just see the um, hat closet or how oh. they store the hats that she has, the hats and the coats. Jeez. And what happens yeah. to them. Right. Well, we heard at one point how the whole closet management works and making sure everything gets in rotation and isn't repeated different things that like they that they write keep notes it, they keep notes of yeah and everything you know the mistress of the wardrobe but that as hawaii and new mexico or some other state it wasn't alaska weren't even alaska states. and hawaii weren't even states and harry s truman was the president i mean that and everest hadn't been some is a long <laughs> I long mean, life long time it, yeah it is kind of amazing she's met 13 u.s presidents amazing yeah yeah so anyway Here's you, Queen Elizabeth. No kidding. Not so much your one son. Well, yeah. Randy Andy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he wishes he could go away for a yeah. little while. All right, we'll be back after the news. Stay with us.